Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. Christ said to his disciples in John 16:33, He said, In this world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer. The subject of suffering is a very unpopular one, especially in this age we live in. Nobody wants to hear that they have to suffer. In our churches, we have many songs which reject suffering. As a matter of fact, many decided to be born again, as we call it, only because a false promise that their problems will vanish once they accept Christ was made to them. Now that promise is a product of the zeal of marketers in action. There is no such promise. In fact, even the person speaking about it most likely has a few problems as they spoke. As humans, not many things are as attractive as life without problems. I must confess that once in a while, I daydream of life without any problems at all. Just enjoyment every day with no rude interruptions from life's usual issues. At first glance, it really looks very attractive, but after a good think about it, I realize that problems are actually good for the mind the way exercise is good for the body. I once heard someone say that resistance builds strength, which is to say that resistance is a good way to build strength. Weightlifters use weights to build their muscles because weights are a form of resistance. The heavier a thing is, the more it resists being carried. You will have to muster the energy that is beyond the weight of that thing before you can successfully carry it. In this way, you train your muscle and also build strength. Show me a man who has never had resistance in life and I will show you someone who doesn't have strength. Like the Bible says in Proverbs 24.10, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Show me someone who is muscular and I will show you someone who most likely goes to the gym. Show me someone who has well-developed thigh muscles and I will show you someone who most likely plays football. Evidently, we develop our bodies in line with how we use it. Or the more activities we put our bodies into, the more we develop in that area. It's really very simple. In that same way, our minds respond to what we put it through. When I was a youth, I once wondered why our educational system required everyone to do mathematics. It seemed quite unnecessary for those who were doing certain art courses. However, I later realized that mathematics itself is not just about numbers, but about problem solving through logic. In maths, you are given problems to solve, which challenges you to use your mind. 
It is believed that these challenges help a person's minds to develop. That is why they insist that every student will do math in secondary school, even if they're not very good at it. Problems are life's way of helping our minds develop as a species. The more problems you solve, the more capacity you have to solve problems. I've always said that God is not interested in solving our problems. Now I know this goes against many Christian teachings and beliefs, but an honest examination of the facts easily shows it to be true. If you look at the countries who believe in tackling problems by developing their mental capacity through innovations, and we in Africa who simply pray to God, it's very clear. Those countries have fared much better than us in development. I don't think it's because God doesn't have the ability or care, but because God knows solving our own problems will help us to develop. People typically believe that development is about roads and bridges, but the real development starts with the mind. If you build roads and bridges for people who have not developed their minds properly, they will simply abuse the roads and the bridges you built. So life's problems are not curses but blessings. I saw a caption a few days ago which introduced a man that it said was the one who introduced the idea of academic examinations. The funny thing about the caption was that its creator insulted this man as a stupid man. This is probably because of how hard exams must have been for that person. But exams are an opportunity to show how much you understand what you have learned. Those who prepare well for exams are never scared of it. It's those who don't study that fear it. In the same way, we need to be mentally ready at all times to confront our challenges and run away from them, knowing that they are the opportunity to show how far we have matured, not just for the sake of the issues that confront us, but also to prove it to ourselves. Physical exertion is for the body, problem solving is for the mind, but suffering is for the spirit. As we said at the very beginning, suffering is a very unpleasant topic to the typical person. No one likes it. I know I don't. However, just like exercise is good for your body, solving problems helps your mind. Enduring suffering helps your spirit to get established in knowledge. A long time ago, a preacher named Bishop Bobby Henderson, who is from the USA, held minister's seminar in our church and one of the things he said was that anointing comes from suffering when I heard that I rejected it I insisted that I will not suffer because I am under the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ at that time I believed that I didn't need to suffer anymore because Christ had suffered on my behalf I conveniently forgot that even Christ told his disciples to take up their cross and follow him. 
I think the cross represents suffering. Obviously, you may not pick up an actual cross, not to talk of being nailed on it, but I think it's that readiness to go through suffering in the cause of our lives. Since suffering is to the spirit what exercises to the body and problem solving to the mind, it means suffering is actually good for the spirit. It helps us build spiritual virtue like patience, temperance, tenacity. It helps us develop inner strength so that we don't fear or give up when things get tough. Anyone who will handle anything of significance requires these inner attributes to survive being elevated to greatness. Suffering also helps you develop some empathy. Having suffered yourself, it's easier to appreciate what a person who is suffering is going through. Just like Hebrews 4.15 says that Christ is touched with the feelings of our suffering or our infirmities because he himself has gone through it all. Just look at all the great men in the scriptures who got elevated to high places where their lives mattered to a great number of people. They all had to go through a period of suffering. It may not have been physical pain in the case of our Lord who went through a combination of physical pain on the cross, emotional pain, being abandoned in his time of need by his disciples and psychological pain of watching those who he worked so hard to save abuse, spit and curse him. Then again, dying naked on the cross in the company of criminals and the loneliness of being forsaken by his heavenly father on the cross. Now Moses had to leave the comfort of the palace in Egypt to spend 40 years looking at sheep. Joseph was betrayed by those who should have protected him but sold him away to spend the next 25 years from one tough situation to another. In the New Testament, Apostle Paul was beaten to death one time and the brethren came and prayed and he stood back up. Peter was arrested and others had to endure some hardship. Let us think about it. If our Lord and Master had to endure hardship, then we should not find it strange that we also have to. Not because God likes it when people suffer, but because the suffering has some benefits for our spiritual growth. When my kids were babies, I had to endure their screams each time they fell in an effort to walk. But also, I knew that they needed to endure those things for them to learn to work properly. So as much as I hated them crying, I knew that it was good for them. It's that same way with God. God is not happy about human suffering, but knows that that suffering helps develop humanity to become more mature as a species. For every level one will attain in life, there's a measure of suffering. If you want to be a doctor, there's a requirement. If you want to be a lawyer, there's a requirement. It's not different for spiritual elevation. The height of your destiny will be proportionate with the level of your suffering. But don't worry. God knows your capacity and won't give you more than you can carry. 
You may be going through difficulties now, but do not feel bad about it. But rejoice anyway. Know that you are not alone and it's for a cause. No one gets promoted without being evaluated. Those challenges you are having to pass through are building you up for an upcoming evaluation, after which you will get a promotion to greater heights. That's what Paul advised. That means that it is through patience that your life is perfected. Sometimes getting there too soon may cause you to arrive unprepared and brings failure as a consequence of incompetence. Wait for it. Let God build you as required. In the meantime, find joy in the days of small beginnings. Do not wait to get to your destination to celebrate your life, but celebrate the journey itself. This is because the journey is your life. Don't waste a single day being sad, but maximize every day finding joy within it. I remember a few years ago, a survey was done on the happiness level of countries, and they found that Nigerians are the happiest people on earth. Meanwhile, Nigeria has some of the greatest problems on planet earth. So don't let your circumstances dictate your joy level. Don't worry. Be happy. Learn to commit matters into God's hand and forget about them. This shows that you must trust in God's ability to show you the way and handle what you cannot take care of. Once you have done what you can do, leave the rest and be happy. Create time to do things that make you relaxed and joyful. Never say you're too busy to have fun. That's a recipe for an early grave. Your time of lifting approaches. Let me leave you with this word from the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 4.17. And it says, For our light afflictions, which is for a moment, walketh for us a more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Thank you very much for listening. And God bless you. You were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234 We would love to hear from you. God bless you.